At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And on the line, we have Charlie Gasparino. Charlie, hi. How you doing, guys? Great. So, Charlie, Charlie, I don't want to say I okay. told you so. <laughs> go, John, go. Quarter point. Hey, Charlie, John yeah, is doing a victory lap here, so you got to be ready. We got to yeah, take he it. He should take a victory, but, you know, he's going he's gonna to keep raising. And, by the way, this is, this is a pretty good way to approach it because, you know, let's just say the economy doesn't slow down, right, enough. And, you know, we still, we still have 5% inflation in the, in, in the next three months. You know, you can adjust upward. And if we don't, if if this does it, then you can adjust downward. And, you know, you kind of right there. Well, let's see uh, we where President we, Biden we if Inflation is moving in the right direction. The problem is, though, John, and here's the problem with the, the people who think that, you know, this thing is almost one and done and, and going away and we're just going to have lower rates. Uh, but although Powell discounted that, we should point out in his remarks today, is that inflation has a weird way of crop coming back. I mean, it's, it's, this is not an exact science. I mean, if you look at the, the history of inflation, the last big bout we had, that's during the 70s and the 80s, you know, Paul Volcker thought he had it with, I think, in 1980 or 1981, and then it came back and he had to, like, really crank up interest rates. So, um, you know, just be, be prepared for this. You know, this thing has a, it's, it's a weird way of, you know, it, it's like, you know, getting rid of inflation is like, you know, standing up stamping out roaches, you know, sometimes. Yeah, Charlie, but remember what my adage was, uh, let's fix the oil problem. Uh, Today, it it seems like President Biden has said uh, they're going to do the Willow Project project in Alaska, which is going to be 630 million barrels over uh, 30 years. Uh, Is that a sign that uh, maybe he's realizing let's fix the problem instead of breaking something else? Well, yeah, and it's probably a sign that he knows that if Donald Trump doesn't run, he's probably going to lose, and uh, unless he, you know, does certain things with the economy, uh, because the economy we still have pretty high inflation. I mean, if, if Trump runs, I mean, you know, you know, he's got a, he's got he's got the foil that he wants, and you know, you'll they'll bring up all the stuff that you know we don't have to waste our time talking about. Um, but if he doesn't, then he's got to run on his record, not on Donald Trump's, you know, behavior. Right. And the, the record is still pretty lousy. And if you still have inflation, you know, so what he's saying is like, you know, maybe this deals with the oil component of the inflation. By the way, other the other components of inflation are still are still not exactly, you know, down to where they should be. Um, oil is just a part of it, you know, and, and some of these prices are they're sticky on the way down sometimes on, on food and other Things I can just tell you, people in restaurants are not, you know, jumping up and down saying, "Oh, my 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 supplies are coming in at a lot less." They're saying it's still pretty high, and they mm. have to pass those on to consumers. So I just I just know that just from going out to dinner in New York City all the time. But Charlie, yeah, so, yes, it's Richard Weinberg. I saw a lead editorial in the Wall Street Journal today, 
I wish you would comment on it, talking about the Biden administration going after the oil companies, saying for excess profits, seems to me they don't understand the laws of supply and demand. When you cut off the supply and you still have the demand or an increasing demand, the price is going to go up and they're going to be making money. What say you? Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's been going on forever. And, you know, and then the Democrats always pull this thing that, oh, it's the oil companies gouging people. It's, you know, ruthless, uh, heartless commodities traders, you know, bidding up the price of oil because of, because they're just they're just horrible people. I mean, it, it, this is supply and demand. And, and, and of course, oil companies are going to make a lot of money if you cut back the supply. If you I mean, that's that's why a lot of these oil companies, just so you know. They're not totally disengaging from the ESG phenomenon that's hitting the investment uh, world. You know, uh, the big ESG uh, backers out there, the the Black Rocks, the Vanguards, they deal directly with oil companies all the time. Oil companies aren't anti-ESG because it essentially reduces the supply of oil and it helps their profits. I mean, just pretty simple math. And that's one of the biggest tells that when you know that oil companies are dealing directly with the Wall Street firms pushing ESG, you know that, you know, this, this is why they're doing it. They're doing it because it's, it's, it's great for their shareholders. Charlie, Charlie on, a, on a somewhat different uh, topic, the debt ceiling, without going into the merits of right. that, the fact that Speaker McCarthy and the president had a meeting today, and it seemed to at least be cordial and pleasant. What impact right. will that have on the market? And whether it means anything in the end, I don't know. But what impact I do you think it'll have today? I, I don't think – I think it's better than not being pleasant, okay? Um, the reality is that it, listen, if we defaulted on the debt, that would be you know, pretty catastrophic. Right. Interest rates would spike across the world. People would lose faith in the dollar. I mean, that's like not not a good thing. Uh, if we uh, if if we um, you know if we play this chicken game of you know chicken here, um, I think the markets are kind of used to it, although they don't like it. Um, but usually they know it's going to be resolved. I mean, you know, for us to default on the debt would be. Insane. And well, I agree with you completely. They, yeah. they usually you can just pay. I mean, I hate to say it, you can shut down the rest of the government and pay off the debt because that's probably what you have to do, and it's, it's ways of doing that. So I just don't think we're going that route, and I, I don't think I think it's a sideshow. I mean, if there was, it, it, what it what it might be is it might be a political sideshow, and both sides looking to like get the upper hand and to show they mean business, and McCarthy's looking to stake some ground, saying, "Hey, we're going to get some concessions out of the White House." Um, you know, it's really a horrible way to, to get those concessions over, is over the debt ceiling. It, it's never worked for Republicans, by the way. They always have to cave because the alternative is. You know, Charlie, I've been there. I know what you're talking about. Going back to the days yeah. of Gingrich and everything yeah. else. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It never, never works. You know what works? When you have both houses of Congress, you have the presidency. That's when you should be doing the cutbacks. And, you know, um, you know, the Republicans did not do that when, when Trump during Trump's first term. I mean, they, they continue to spend, you know. And so, you know, this has been a bipartisan folly, the spending stuff. And, it's, and it, at some point we're going to pay the price. I mean, I don't know when. Now, the last you know, time we really made progress was in the mid-90s with Gingrich and Clinton. You, you know, you're absolutely right. They actually sat down and crafted stuff. You know, Clinton uh, sort of pivoted to the right after the, the Republicans won the House. And you were you're part of that that class, I, I assumed, uh, Peter. And uh, and um, you know, and they won the Senate, and it became they ushered we ushered in. If you think about it, it wasn't just the tech boom that caused the uh, the 1990s. It was the great economy in the 1990s. It was balanced budgets because we had a degree of fiscal restraint. We had we, we really had adults in the room working on the budget and on on the on the fisc. 
Uh, we haven't had that in a long time. You know, people, we've been spending a lot in this country. And, you know, Joe Biden is like, you know, you know, he's like a drunken sailor. I guess it's the, the cliche, but he's he's a really drunken sailor. <laughs> I mean, it's been pretty fun. It, I almost slipped. It's been pretty crazy. Yeah, I almost heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I stop myself. I do that on TV every now and then. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, Charlie, in uh, uh, the $31, 32000000000000 trillion that Republicans are panicking about, the, the dollar bill overall relationship to the international currencies is still a dollar bill. Right. Don't forget that. The, we, we spent $32 trillion, and in, in theory, we were financed by the rest of the world. But can we, I mean, how long can we keep kicking this can down the road? There's a sucker born every day. Yeah, well, that... Isn't it a yeah, house of but, cards at, at this point? No, yeah, but, no, that, no. That, but that, John, yes. you know, if, you keep, if you keep growing it, it takes it, it is it does crowd out other ways other places to put money you know there's only so many dollars in the world <laughs> money well, money will flow to wherever the best deal is that's why florida is having i was down in florida for the weekend florida is having a, a big renaissance well charlie, charlie thank, thank, you, so thank much. you so much it's cats at night on the red apple podcast network